Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What would you do if the woman closest to you didn't come home tonight after work or school? No call, no nothing. How long before you start to worry? How long before you call the authorities? What happens if they dismiss your fears and tell you not to worry because they think she just ran away from home? What do you do then? On average, in the United States over the past three decades, approximately 800,000 people were reported missing each year. Of those, an estimated 30% are Black while Black people make up only 13% of the population. Furthermore, an article from ABC News tells us that of the quarter million girls and women that were reported missing in 2020, 40% were women of color, and that Indigenous, Black, and Hispanic women and girls go missing at higher rates. Missing while Black is a phrase that is appearing more frequently in news media, so much so that according to a press release, quote, U.S. Representative Jamie Raskin, chairman of the Subcommittee on Civil Rights and Civil Liberties, held a hearing chaired by U.S. Representative Robin Kelly to examine the disproportionate rates by which BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, and people of color, women, and girls go missing, the disparate treatment their cases received by law enforcement and the media, and potential solutions to address this crisis, end quote. To discuss this further, Derricka Wilson, founder of the Black and Missing Foundation, is with us today. As co-star of the recent HBO documentary, Black and Missing, and on the heels of her organization, the Black and Missing Foundation's recent testimony in front of Congress, she is uniquely qualified to provide insight into the missing while Black phenomenon, as well as what we can do about it. This is Our Daily Story, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. So welcome, Derricka. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us today. Hello, and thank you for having me. Yes, indeed. This is very important to uh, talk about. So um, this hopefully is, is time well spent on all sides. So let's get started. From your website, blackandmissinginc.com, you mentioned that cases of missing Black people remain unsolved four times longer than those white people. What are some of the factors that you believe contribute to white people, especially women, getting the lion's share of media coverage when they go missing? You know, sadly, when it comes to persons of color being reported missing, law enforcement simply isn't taking our cases seriously. You know, when our children go missing, they're oftentimes labeled as runaways. Runaways are not receiving the Amber Alert. And quite frankly, there's not enough uh, resources dedicated in finding them. And when it's men and women um, of color, You know, their cases are oftentimes associated with some sort of criminal activity. So we have the fact that law enforcement, they're not taking our cases seriously. And if they're not taking our cases seriously, the media is not going to spotlight our cases. And sadly, those decision makers that are in the newsroom who make the decision as to what gets that attention don't typically look like us. So your sister-in-law, Natalie, had the opportunity to address Congress What are some of the things Congress is doing about the missing while black phenomenon? Well, number one, awareness is key. You know, we need to make everyone aware of this issue. And it's our hope that we've outlined some key factors that we need for our lawmakers to change. For example, 
We need the reporting structure change. Um, most families have to wait 24 hours before they can report their loved ones missing. We need for that to be done immediately. And not every jurisdiction is like that, but that is definitely a start. Uh, we all know that the first 24 to 48 hours are the most critical moments when someone goes missing. So telling a family who is dealing with the unknown of not knowing where their loved one is to wait 24 more hours before they can report, we have to do away with that. Another uh, challenge that we are facing again is with the runaway classification. Stop labeling our children as runaways. They're missing. Their minds are still developing. And it gives that perception when you call a child a runaway, it gives that perception that whatever happens to him or her, they brought it on themselves. They're missing and we need to find them. We also need for there to be policies and procedures established across this country with law enforcement agencies. We're finding that some of them don't know what to do or how to handle missing persons because they don't have those policies and procedures in place because missing persons isn't considered a priority. They feel that they can come and, you know, come and go as they please. And we need more funding for our organization. As you spewed out the, the, the statistics moments ago, 40% of missing persons in the United States are persons of color. And we know that the numbers are off because even with the Hispanic community, they're classified with the white category. So we know the numbers are higher and we need more funding so we can have more people on our team to help find our missing and create programs to protect them. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's something that I've, uh, once upon a time experience firsthand. So I appreciate the response. Now, you've recently suggested that when black and brown girls go missing, oftentimes they're adultified by authorities. And as you mentioned just now, there's this idea that they're runaways or otherwise somewhat or somehow responsible for what's happening or deserve what's happening to them. Explain where this disconnect originates and what we can do to have our missing persons reports taken seriously by the authorities. Well, you know, that's a great question. It's really twofold. I want to share something with you first. Um, there was a study conducted by the Urban Institute and they started interviewing traffickers um, that were prosecuted and traffickers were actually admitting to targeting Black girls and women, uh, because they knew that if they were caught, they would get less jail time. Wow. And, and that right there just let everyone knows that there's a target on our back. You know, our lives are just not valued. So we really have to, number one, take these cases seriously and, and stiffen the, the punishment for those that are brought to justice for such crimes. So what can we do to have our missing persons reports taken seriously by the authorities? Oh, absolutely. First and foremost, our community, our voice matters. OK, so even during those election periods, um, voting for those uh, elected officials that hold the same ideas and agendas that you have in mind, changing those reporting structures, um, changing those classifications. We also encourage uh, our community to pursue careers in law enforcement, to, to be that change, pursue careers in media relations so we can have that more diverse newsroom of representation that everyone matters. 
And, and then from the community standpoint, we need our community to be involved. We need our community to be that digital milk carton because we're not naive. We understand that not every case is going to make the five and 10 o'clock news cycle. Um, but we do recognize that social media is a very powerful tool and, and being able to get those flyers out there in the hands of so many, you know, outside of that news cycle can greater the chances of a reunion. Sure, sure, absolutely. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Discussing the missing while black phenomenon, we have Derricka Wilson, founder of the Black and Missing Foundation with us today. So during the congressional subcommittee hearing to address the missing BIPOC women and girls, it was stated that Quote, the data available is not robust or reliable to paint a full picture of the magnitude of the problem, end quote. Discuss the effects that having incomplete or inaccurate data has on this missing while Black phenomenon. So again, we receive our statistics from the FBI every year. And, you know, the, the cases are broken down by race. And when you look at it, again, when we started our organization nearly 14 years ago, 30% of missing persons in the United States were persons of color, mainly Black men. Um, and that, now that number has increased to 40%. But when you start looking at the fact that, you know, the Hispanic population is classified with white, we know that a lot of them, you know, identify as at least 25% of them identify as Latino Black. Right. So, again, those numbers are skewed. And the key word here also is reported. Mm. All right. Because even in our community, we have families that go and report their loved ones missing and the cases are not taken seriously. Mm. So the what you're receiving from NCIC, which is the National Crime Information Center that the FBI puts out with those statistics, those numbers are based solely on the cases that are reported. Wow. There are hundreds of cases that are not taken seriously in the black and brown community. And we were thinking about the Hispanic community. You know, there's the, also that fear of deportation and the language barriers. And so, you know, that community is actually left out as well because they don't want to report. And then when it comes to the black community, you know, there is that sense of distrust with law enforcement or simply just not taking the cases seriously, you know, and and these families are turned away and left to fend for themselves. Sure, absolutely. And if do you have any advice on how we can educate our girls to make sure that they don't 
end up missing? Oh, absolutely. Well, what we have been seeing lately is that there's a lot that's occurring on social media. You know, social media is a blessing. It's also a curse. It's a blessing for us because, again, we can't always wait on a five and ten o'clock news cycle. But these predators are utilizing social media to lure, you know, our children. Um, These dating apps are being used to lure our women. Um, And just being mindful of those dangers that exist. You know, we're we're living in a you know, a virtual world now. And you have to be very careful and not be so trusting, not be so forthcoming of giving a lot of information out because the numbers are steadily increasing every single day. So just be mindful. And, you know, to all the parents out there that are listening, we encourage you to be your children's parents and not be their friend, you know, be that nosy parent, you know, have those uncomfortable discussions with them about the dangers that are out there because it's life-saving. And the last point I would like to make is, you know, in your time, you know, take a self-defense class, you know, um, so you can arm yourself with the skills, the knowledge, the techniques, and the tools to be able to protect yourself and fend those perpetrators off in the event that you find yourself in a situation. Very good. Now, has your organization had a case that has had a profound impact on you, something that stands out in your mind? Uh, Actually, yes. Um, I would say the the inspiration behind the organization itself, Uh, a young lady by the name of Tamika Houston, she went missing from my hometown of Spartanburg, South Carolina. And despite the fact that her aunt worked in public relations, she struggled to garner mainstream media coverage for her niece. And about a year later, Natalie Holloway went missing. And we said her name alone. Everyone knows Natalie Holloway right. and, and the Lacey Peterson and the Chandra Levy's and Gabby Petitos. But, you know, no one can name that Black person um, or person of color that has garnered mainstream media because it doesn't exist. So Tamika's case was the inspiration behind it because when I looked at Tamika, I saw my sister, I saw my nieces. Um, I she was like family, and so Natalie and I, we said, "Why not us?" You know, my background is law enforcement. Natalie's background is public relations, and those are the two critical professions needed to help us find us. Well, uh, we're certainly grateful for the work that you're doing. And while we're on the subject, how can people keep up with you and and help support the work that you're doing? Absolutely. We encourage all the listeners, viewers to go to B-A-M-F-I dot O-R-G. That's B-A-M-F-I dot O-R-G. Join our network, our community. Uh, we send out alerts every single day. You know, we challenge and encourage everyone to look at our missing profile, see who's missing in your community. You may hold the key to end this nightmare for these families. And from our website, you can access all of our social media platforms. And again, join our community to see what we may be doing in your uh, respective community as well. Very good. Well, thank you very much for your insight. Uh, Once again, today's guest is Derricka Wilson, the founder of the Black and Missing Foundation. Uh, We appreciate your time. And before we go, I'll leave you with this. 
Once upon a time, a beautiful young black girl went missing from my high school. All of her friends and family joined together and posted flyers. We knocked on doors and searched the streets and the internet. I saw a desperate family ache over what could have been the worst case scenario, crying and moaning, burdened with uncertainty and powerless to compel the police to take action because she hadn't been missing long enough. She was later recovered from an, the house of an older man after someone reported seeing her walking from school. She was unharmed, returned home, and is my friend to this day. She is one of the lucky ones. But as we've learned, this isn't always the case. For many Black families, the crying, moaning, and uncertainty never ends. The prolonged agony doesn't lessen over time, but rather morphs into grieving. Fortunately, there are people like Derricka Wilson, U.S. Representative Jamie Raskin, and many others creating changes that will lead to more positive outcomes more of the time for our communities. And as individuals, we must monitor their progress and support them wherever we can. You never know, the woman closest to you may one day be glad you did. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Follow us on all social media at Our Daily Story Podcast. I am your host, Ramses Ja. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on Our Daily Story. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.